Well, you can expect a different kind of program uh, this year because uh, due to the coronavirus, we had uh, less and less things coming from abroad and more commissioned works by Israeli artists, local Israeli artists. That's one of the biggest changes that we have. The second biggest change that we have is that everything except one big music concert is located in the Jerusalem theater. So that means that if you come into the Jerusalem theater, you can see in one night two or three different stuff different lenses and different kinds of genres, all very, very interesting stuff. That's in general. I think it's fair to say that in previous years, the Israel Festival developed a reputation for being, let's say, somewhat traditional, mainstream, not a place for cutting-edge culture. Have you tried to change this? Uh, yes, we did try to change it. But as a matter of fact, the artistic director that was before us, Itchik Duli, also trained, uh, also changed that, and it was, it has been for the last seven years, a pretty much cutting edge festival, alongside pretty much mainstream stuff. So you had like these, um, I don't know, this like uh, balance between very, very cutting edge and very mainstream stuff. This year we went all the way. I don't know if cutting edge is the right thing to say, but things that are more participatory, things that get you more involved as audiences, not the regular kind of stuff like sitting very quietly and comfortably in your theater hall and just waiting that something will happen on stage. In most of the stuff that we're doing, you're pretty much involved as an audience. And if not, you're very, very close to the actors or to the performers themselves. And the, and the whole experiment of it is pretty much different. So Sun and Sea, that performance was free to the public, was quickly sold out. Tell us about that. Well, Sun and Sea is a pretty amazing thing. I'm standing right next to it right now as we're speaking. It was the, it won the biggest prize in the Venice Biennale three years ago. And basically, it's an opera. But think or rethink whatever you know about operas. And uh, first of all, by the settings, as an audience, you climb up four meters to a balcony that has four, how do you say, like four squares. And you look down. And when you look down, you see a beach, a sandy beach. And on that beach, you see all kinds of beach activities. And part of the beach activities are singers, performers that are singing a beautiful opera, a new opera that that was written. And the libretto, the words, are like micro stories, about regular life that together create a tapestry that talks about one of the biggest crises that we're all facing now, which is the climate crisis. So in a very subtle, even boring, daily way of looking at it, one micro-story adds to another micro-story and adds to another micro-story, and at the end it becomes like a pretty big uh, declaration of what's going on with the climate change. And you as an audience, you see it from up, up above, from four meters high. There's a Turkish theme running through this year's festival as well, isn't there? Tell us what Turkish delights are in store for the uh, participants. Yeah, it's called uh, Night Train to Izmir, and it's a collaboration between Turkish musicians and Israeli musicians. Uh, as a matter of fact, now we have good relationships with Turkey, but let's say two, three, four, five years ago, it was pretty bad on the political um, way of looking at it. But always the musicians got to to work together like sometimes it was undercover sometimes it was more over the radar but very important musicians from turkey and from israel are really really combined not only in the last seven years but more like 50 60 70 years back also one of our biggest hits in the israeli folk songs can are inspired or even sometimes stolen from from turkish music this concert is dedicated 
to the current scene, to the very, very now these days scene uh, of Turkish and Israeli collaborations. You get big names like Beri Sakharov and Dudu Tasa and Balkan Beatbox and Red Axis, which are an amazing uh, DJs and, and producer, combining together with um, a very interesting and different kind of Turkish music, not traditional music, not the traditional Turkish music, but contemporary Turkish music. And together they're doing like a big festival in Ganat Mode, which is the biggest thing that we're doing this year. Uh, it's a really big Turkish-Israeli celebration. It's like a, almost a big party. And one of the other interesting performances is um, features the IKEA Swedish furniture giant. What's, <laughs> yeah. What's that about? <laughs> it's called uh, Affordable Solutions for Better Living. It's a dance piece done by a solo dancer. And um, I think it mocks or it talks a little bit about this trend that we have in the last 10 years about self-improvement and about how you can live a better life. And only if you do some yoga or drink some green shakes and build the right furniture and stuff like that, you will get a better life. So it takes like, it's like... Um, the voice that is heard during this uh, presentation, this uh, performance, is like this kind of semi-guru kind of speaking, talking how life can be better. And uh, the guy who is performing it, Stephen Michel, is building on stage, alongside a lot of choreography movement, he's building one of the <laughs> iconic pieces of IKEA, uh, one of their um, furniture, which also provides us the slogan of uh, affordable solutions for better living. The name of the show is taken from from the slogan of IKEA that, you know, we don't get a better living because we have a better furniture. We all know that. But we still do believe in that somehow. Okay, finally, for many years, you were the artistic director, the head of the Jerusalem Season of Culture, Mukudeshet Festival in Jerusalem, highly mm -hmm. acclaimed. Now you're working for the Israel Festival. How is it different for you? Oh, it's very different. Um, it's different because our festival, this festival, the Israel Festival, has the name the Israel Festival. That means that there's like, you can hear the trumpets playing, ta 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 ta, before that, right? It's like a very prestige and very well known um, festival in Israel and abroad. And of course, the Jerusalem season of culture was mostly from private money. This is from governmental money. So there's some more suits around our festival. As you said, maybe more mainstream ways of looking at it. It's a little bit more prestige festival in a way. It's, we are in theater halls. In the last festival that Michal and I did, we, we barely went to theater halls. We're working like with big operas and genres that's in the Kudesh that we never worked with. So there's a big, big, big difference. But in the essence of it, it's the same. It's creating culture that can change change. It's creating culture which is not the regular mainstream culture, that people come and say, oh, it was an interesting night. It's something that really we strive to really move people from, from inside, to create new ways of thinking, to create new perspectives about life. This is where we're aiming.